Good afternoon, my favorite listeners in the world, and welcome to Drinking During Business Hours. I'm your host, Sarah J, and this is episode 12. How did that happen? I'm having so much fun. And as I said in our last episode, episode 11, we're way over 5,000 listeners, and we've technically only been out of the air a little over nine weeks, and I just am so overjoyed with the support. Thank you so very much. This episode is sponsored by Jean-Max Roger Sancerre 2015 Vintage Puy Fume Cuvée Le Aliot from Loire. And if you would like to purchase Jean-Max Roger Sancerre, you can find it from our good friends at Flask Fine Wine and Whiskey in Studio City. And if you're not a local, shoot me an inbox in my, on my website and I'll let you know where you can find it. Wow, do we have a special guest today. We have one of the most exciting and I say this because I know her and I say this with affection because I've actually watched her career grow and flourish and it's just been so exciting for me. Gabrielle Walsh is on the show today. Um, a very exciting female actor. I'm, I'm, I'm boycotting the word actress. Female actor. <laughs> and you may recognize, uh, and we'll get into that a little bit later too. We'll talk about all that juicy stuff. But you may uh, know Gabrielle from the film Paranormal Activity, Vampire Diaries, and my favorite, Shameless. Gabrielle, hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Good to be sitting with you, Sarah. You know, we met two a little over two years ago, not quite two and a half years ago, but a little over two years ago at Scott Sidita's acting class. Yes, that was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> you were Ryan uh, class. <laughs> I loved it. I'm always class I wasn't clown. expecting it, and you just like came out, and you had such precision, and it was just funny oh, well, and natural. Oh, well, thank you. So. Well, thank you. I was just being my clown self, as usual. <laughs> that was a fun class for me because it was... Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was The Eight Pillars of Comedy, or he had written a book, The Eight Pillars of Comedy, and it was like an on-camera... Yeah, yeah, The eight, eight, eight Characters of Comedy. Yes, Eight Characters of Comedy, and it was like this, this on-camera comedy class, and it kind of really taught you um, how to dissect characters mm -hmm. and how they kind of fall into one or maybe two of eight categories, Right, right, yeah, 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 and, and there was, and it's a really interesting philosophy, and he's really famous for writing this book and famous for this philosophy, and he says that almost everyone in their true life is one of these characters. So, <laughs> and the characters are broken down by um, lovable loser. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to remember all of them, so you uh, might want to help me. I'll okay, try and okay, help you. Okay. The logical smart one. Okay, logical smart one. That's uh, right. The bitch bastard. Bitch bastard, which I wanted to be, but I just can't, <laughs> even if I want, but that's what I pretend to be. Okay. <laughs> you know, we have our bitch bastard moments. Um, the materialistic one. Materialistic one. I think... Um, in your own universe, because that was me. Uh, and everybody's like, oh my God, that's so you. And I'm like, stop it. It is not. That's uh, the best character. I love the in your own universe character. Because well, you never know what you're going to get from them. And it's know, just, they're just exciting and just they're, awkward and oh funny. Oh my and God. Just, you love them. And the neurotic one. The neurotic one. Um, the womanizer. Great womanizer. manizer. Um, the dumb one. The dumb one. Yeah. How many do we have? I think we um, did we have do all it? Of them. And which which one were you? I don't remember. Were which you... one did I? I mean, 
did were you a couple of them? Because there were some people that were like a compilation. I didn't want to agree with this, <laughs> um, but I want to be labeled. I'm the logical smart one. I was like, no, I want to okay. be more exciting than that. I don't want to be the straight man. I wish I, I was a logical smart the one. Straight man, you know, the straight like, man. Yeah, I mean, I do. I mean, I do do a good bitch you know i do do a good bitch you know what i remember that (laughs) yeah it was awesome i loved watching your work yeah Yeah, you were right on i i mean i love the book because it it just really helped you like you said dissect the characters and really get into it and broke it down and then also had different um actors who've played those roles and you know, you start to notice after you've been reading the book, like different people like, oh, that's a bitch bastard. Oh, that's yeah. a womanizer. Oh, that's, you know, like, so I, I still fun. use that book today. Yeah, I do too. I pulled it mm-hmm. out last night because I'm getting ready for a sketch and a nice. comedy sketch. And yeah, and I wanted, I shared it with, uh, with my scene partner because I was trying to tell him he's going to do a character and I was, I was, you know, explaining the dumb one because we think it's going to be really funny. That's and, great. And I'm, yeah, and I'm going to try to be logical smart, but I'm sure that I'm just going to end up being in your own universe, <laughs> like usual. Um, so yeah, I remember you from class, and we had a great rapport, and then you just started to flourish. However, I think you were already doing some cool shit. I think, yeah. weren't you already in Paranormal Activity? when yes. you Okay, because what, what year was that? Well, the we we started shooting it in 2012 okay. and it was like the the process of that was sort of um i mean we had a script and they they want to make it seem real right it's like mm-hmm. documentary style and everything so, so they wanted cool. to do more with this one have some like stunts and effects and and get more into the character relationships but they wanted to still have it have that like authentic feel so we shot a lot off and on for probably about like seven months wow. so that went to like 2013 and then then came out in 2014 it had to be so difficult to keep that a secret somewhat. I mean, they they didn't want you to tell anyone about yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. That had to be so hard because even when I get like a, a decent audition, <laughs> you know, something like whereas they're going to, you know, feed me more than a uh, bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken, I can't <laughs> help but to just, I would just yell it at the world. So how that had to be tough. Yeah, I mean it was it was exciting though. And I mean I had my 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 mom and my sister had moved out here at the time. From or I think Chicago? my mom hadn't I mean my sister hadn't moved out yet. Yes, so I was like I mean so they knew where I was going. I could like mm-hmm. tell them and everything. So but I okay. didn't tell them. I don't like to spoil things. I'm not like I'm like spoiler alert. Like no, that's that's not me. Oh, so cool. I was like excited you about the all discipline. the different things. And then you don't even know what's actually going to make it in to the movie yeah the that's true you know because they just try yeah. so many different things you're like wait so what actually did happen and what didn't happen how uh, do i know where my oh, character that's is that's a good point at this moment that's and, a good point right yeah. um so are you you're a chicago native no yes are you, i am oh that is so chicago cool. chicago mm-hmm. what brought you to los angeles acting it did okay so you the knew odds. you knew I did. And I that's did. fantastic. I, mean, I, I spent some time studying. I, I went okay. to college for acting at uh, Northern Illinois University. Oh, it's about like 45 impressive. minutes uh, outside of the city in like cornfield. You know, the college was the town. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was great. <laughs> I got some really good, um, I, I, I got some really good 
uh, I had some really good classes and teachers and, you know, got to learn what the art of acting was because, I mean, my concept of it was just completely off. I think I thought acting was like repetition in mm-hmm. a way like mm-hmm. re- the, the, like the director would tell you how to do everything and just you would do it in Copy. your own way right like, but like no there's like a lot more to it a lot more and I really learned how to uh create and you know it, it inspired me so much and I was like okay well where do I go? Um, do I stay in Chicago? Because I'm not sure if we've talked about this, but I have a little girl. Yes, I yes. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I could bring it up, but yeah. Yes, I, yes, okay, wonderful. Yes, yeah. And how old is your little girl now? She's 12. Wow, I yeah, can't believe. So you girl. were you were little when you had yeah, her. Like you are, yeah. I mean, I was, you know, uh, you were young. I was young. <laughs> <laughs> you were just little. I was and now baby. you're all grown up. I was the baby girl. <laughs> um, yeah, I had her when I was a sophomore in high school. I was 15 years old. Wow. And um, it was it was a difficult time. And thankfully, I had the support of my father who had that, you know, like hard work mentality mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. made sure even when I got into high school before I had my daughter that he had money saved for me to go to college. And and he's like, you, I want you to go to college. So I was able to go to college and he was wow. supportive of me. Um, looking after my daughter and allowing me to pursue my dreams. Therefore, I can, you know, inspire her to pursue her own. And That's and, impressive. Yeah. I admire your dad. Yeah. And I admire you for going through that. That could not have been easy at such a young age. You're, it's, such a, um, it's such a hard age, you know? That's like yeah. one of the hardest times, I think, especially for a girl, just going through a lot of, you know, um, emotions and... <laughs> I mean, and then like to put add pregnancy on top of it, and I've really, really respect the hell out of that. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, like my my daughter's going through puberty right now, so I and mean, for I you, it seems like, like just a, yesterday. Yeah, I remember like going, you know, like you have all these emotional changes, and you know, then you're then the pregnancy has hormonal changes, and then just the pressure of uh, just. Being young and being in this environment where this is not really accepted and, I mean, not really the place. Just knowing that, you know, uh, now, looking back, that I didn't really know myself. Sure. So coming from a place where I didn't know myself and I don't think you're really expected to know yourself. No, who knows themselves I'm still, at that age, but I, you're I still finding don't know who it. I am. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah. every day. And you're so, 15, wow. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm like just figuring out who I am, but then also having the responsibility of another person, mm-hmm. another human life. And I mean, there was a, a lot that was special about that and that, was, and that helped me survive actually just having the responsibility of another human life made mm-hmm. me care more for my own and uh, may put mm-hmm. life into perspective in a different way. Yeah. More than I mean, I, I even thought I knew at, at that time. Um, and yeah, it was, it's been a journey and I'm still growing in it. And I mean, Thankfully, I had a wonderful father who mm-hmm. helped me through college and ha- uh, continues to help me, you know, with figuring out parenting and guiding me through life. And my mother also came out here so I can be able to uh, have the freedom of working on set and pursuing things because she was only um, five when uh, 
when I first moved to Los Angeles. So how did you go to college with your baby girl? How was that a challenge? How, did your parents was, just help out? And It was a challenge, yeah. And, my, um, I, I, I chose NIU because I admired the acting program after I had seen it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and they had like an acceptance uh, program where they took nine boys and nine girls uh, from around the country. And we even had kids from like Africa in our program. And, oh, and you know, like the thing that was challenging was that um, um, the first year you were supposed to be required to stay in the dormitory. And, um, hmm. and, and uh, also you had not just your credit hours, but you also had like shop hours that you had to work in the shop doing different things like props and costume design and lighting and sound design for the different sets that you you had to do like stagehand work as well. And then mm. also, you know, you did a play every semester, so you had rehearsal time and, and so on top of gen eds, because in America you have to take, you know, classes that aren't a part of your major. Right. Um, you're looking at like all these credit hours and then you're also looking at shop hours and rehearsal hours. So I'm in class from anywhere from like eight to 10 in the morning to like 11 o'clock at night. Wow. And so I, so I was 45 minutes from home and my dad kept my daughter and raised my daughter. Wow. And I just, you know, I got on the phone with her every night and talked to her. And on the weekends, I would just drive home and, you know, and see her. And yeah, my dad came best. up to, you know, the school and everything. And it was it was difficult. It was it was hard. But I'm thankful that I, I did get that time because I really feel like I, I got to find who I was as an adult in that time. And yeah, you had to really grow up. It yeah. explains why you're so mature, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, um, and what a lucky little girl to have your amazing parents. I mean, obviously, they're so supportive and, um, and loving. And yeah. then to have the love of her mother and, you know, to, and then you're showing and really kind of displaying um, uh, hard work, and and how to go after your goals yeah and so how did you know so you were studying in college but you already knew that you wanted to be an actor at that point yes I had I was searching for an acting program I wanted mm -hmm. to uh go to New York but my dad was like this ain't Mm -hmm. finding Mr. Good Bar over here (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't know what the movie was so smart your dad is so smart I like him I mean I found my passion for it through him and his love for film I mean we would watch like uh Clark Gable, Greta Garbo, you know, all the classic classics. actors. And it's so important just, for every yeah. actor to watch those films, I think. Yeah, I yeah. just love the stories and the way that they mm-hmm. told stories. And I mean, and and just the, like watching this- my father watch them and just like how in awe he was of them. I was mm-hmm. just like, this is great and this is beautiful. And then I feel like I've um, always wanted to understand people and, uh, empathize with them because another thing that my father taught me was like um you know I would come to him right I'd be like the teacher is being so mean to me they just don't like me and then he'd be like well what did you do and I'd be like like you're supposed to be on my side (laughs) but it just got me to look from a different perspective he was always challenging me 
challenging me to look at it from another perspective. So that's what I just started to look at other people's perspectives and how what where they were coming from anytime like a conflict arose or anytime somebody had something negative to say against another person. I wanted to understand that and I um uh-huh. That's I my great. it's a great way to be. Yeah, my dad's my dad's uh, uh Irish, Irish, but he um he grew up in Detroit and then they moved oh, to Chicago. Okay. And you know, I think my great grandmother and grandfather traveled over here from Ireland. So, okay. you know, he doesn't speak with an accent or anything like right, that. Right, right. Um and we stayed in the suburbs of Chicago and then I lived with I lived with him growing up and I uh, um, my mother, she lived on the south side of Chicago and my mother's uh, black. So, you know, like I got to see two different sides of the fence and they're totally like polar opposites. <laughs> I, really? You know, like I think when my dad had more of his like free spirit, like partying days, he met my mom and then they clicked and then boom, a baby happened. He was like, okay, I got to straighten out. I got to, you know, like get, you know, like stick by the rules and stuff like that. So I was just like, how did you like, you know, not that my dad's a stick in the mud, but like, let's say that my <laughs> mom's such a, such a free spirit that I'm like, how did that happen? They like, attract. he's like, don't do this, don't do that. And she's like, go with the flow, baby. And it's probably the ultimate balance, you know, yeah, when they're yeah. together. You know, it's so funny because I wasn't really sure your ethnicity because to me, you're just the epitome of ethnically ambiguous, which is what Thank that you. is the pinnacle right now in the acting world. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely the best category to be in. Um, you know, that's just that's just where it's going. And, yeah, and it's fantastic. It. Oh, God damn, because, me too. I love you know, it. And, I t- and, you know, like uh, finishing what I was saying was that, you know, like uh, mom's Mom's black on the south side. Dad's Irish uh, in the suburbs of, of Chicago. And then I'm growing up in high school as I was finding myself. I hung out with all the Mexicans, you know, like so. So, so you know, that's where yeah. my like Latina you got that comes little in, edge. and I got to you know experience that the fire. culture, yeah, uh, there. And you know, I just you know, I I just like to look at because being a mixed girl and you know having two different sides of the fence, I just always tried to strive to look at people as people yeah you know now do you find um any like like there's less racism here there was more in the midwest or what is is it the same uh here in the mid here in los angeles Angeles, yes um i think that like los angeles los angeles likes its labels um but I think that's like sort of like an industry thing and figuring out who you are and you need to like clarify that. You need yeah. to classify that. That is important. Like I've been um, um, a huge part in the Latino community as far as my acting goes. I thought you were Latin. I did. I mean, I did find out that I have a grandmother that was Spanish. Okay, that great, makes great total sense. I was and, like, hey, I mean, come you on. Know, you had you like know, too that's much. That's somewhat a percentage. I got to use yeah. that in the room. I mean, but I, 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 li- I lied <laughs> on all of my. <laughs> and I'm like I'm from here, but I I, I could be just, whatever you want me to be. Exactly <laughs> yeah. because you know I mean at the end of the day I'm a person and I feel like I can do justice to this story. I'm not just going to just you know play some stereotype. I'm gonna play a person. Yeah. Yes. 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 Up, you know these are just you know she just ends up 
being from Mexico, she just ends up having parents who were deported and, you know, ends up being a political activist on the east side of L.A. That's a, a role on East Los High that I played. Oh, okay, Sophia. yes. Um, yeah, so these are just... And congratulations, <laughs> that's huge. Thank you, thank uh, yes. you. I really love... What a following really it has. But yeah. I, but I feel like, I feel like, you know, I, I feel an openness in L.A. and and an openness to find and, and discover who you are. And yes, some people are hung up on, you know, uh, having a certain image for themselves, but they're trying to create something. They're trying to find that. And so they uh, there seems to be more of a, a freedom in the, in the spirit with it. I don't feel as, uh, as much prejudice mm-hmm. uh, towards race here as I think in that I did in in Chicago okay um I think that it's more divided no yeah Chicago? I mean you know like I don't think it's like crazy but I mm-hmm. feel it and I, I I felt like it was like normal so I didn't really think about it I mean not that it was normal like it was supposed to be mm-hmm. but just that this is just the current situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I mean, I had an issue with it, like being being a mixed girl. And people have so much, uh, a lot of people have pride in where they come from. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like being mixed, like you're black or you're white, pick one. There wasn't like, okay, like, uh, like oh, I'm I'm a mixed sort of thing. You know, I'm a I person, mean, I never, I'm Gabrielle. Yeah, right. it, was never, it was never really like uh, addressed with, uh, my dad's side of the family, they didn't make me feel like, oh, she's like the the black girl or anything like that. But in school, I I went to a predominantly white school and I felt like, you know, like, oh, well, I'm the ethnic one. And when we hmm. played like Spice Girls, I was scary Spice. I'm like, I don't want to be scary Spice. <laughs> you wanted to be, to be baby, baby Spice. spice. <laughs> I'm like, or maybe I could be posh because she's a little tan, pa- you know? Pa- <laughs> posh or baby Spice is what we <laughs> yeah. all wanted to be. Or like, so, oh, yeah. that's so funny. Like, I was just like, well, I got to be scary Spice. Even though I love Mel, I love not, scary not Spice. Everybody she's wa- awesome, She's the one that is like, having the best career now of all of those girls. Yeah. That's funny. I'm like, I get to choose, you know? Yeah. It's my choice. And, you know, I felt, I mean, I, I, ex- I experienced some, like, names and stuff. It was just, it was, it was, it was strange to me because I was, I didn't, like, we don't know who we are just as, as people yet at the yeah. young age. We're continuing to discover that. But then when you attach, like, race to it and I'm just like, I'm a person. Why do I have to qualify with these certain characteristics per my race? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that doesn't make sense to me. And um, and then you know, like when I would go over and visit my mom on the south side of Chicago, you know, it was like all like jokes and fun or whatever. But I was a white girl, you know, wow, like yeah, yeah, like I was a white girl, like you know, and they would like make fun of me and how I talked and you know like it was it I mean it it made me feel just like I didn't belong anywhere man so do you think that this is because you strike me as someone who really knows who she is and and you also strike me as having thick skin so do you think that this is you know and you're soft don't get me wrong you're a soft gorgeous gorgeous young lady but do you think that that being in being raised in this situation toughened you up a bit 
and kind of oh, got you yeah. ready for the world. And because in this business in Hollywood, which you seem to be, you seem to really kind of have a good grip on Hollywood <sighs> right now. And you have to have skin thick as whatever you want to call it, man. What do they say? Thick as nails? What's whatever? The, yeah. What's that? What's that thing, Jason? I don't know. <laughs> an, Help me out. An elephant? Elephants Thicker than an elephant, man. <laughs> you gotta be Thicker fucking than thick. an elephant. Uh, and you have, so I wonder if that's, I mean, I would, I would imagine that that has something to do with who you are. Definitely. Yeah, everything you to know, do. I yeah. think, you know, I think that uh, I was definitely, at a young age, I was very open and, and, and vulnerable and just wanted to be accepted and and loved. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, you know, at the base of us, that's who we are. Yeah. And, you know, it just depends on whatever environment you're in that cultivates that. Yeah. And I, you know, um, through the diversity that I had in my life, I wanted to seek to understand, to to find myself in my place because I never exactly felt that I fit in. But I always felt that um, I had a necessity to to do something. Like I, I, and I didn't know what that was at a young age, but I was just like, I... I have to do you something about this way something. that I feel. This, you yeah. know, what's going on in the inside of me. This, this pain that I feel of of not belonging, or mm. you know, like uh, hurt from different situations. I just want to be able to share this with someone because I know that I'm not the only one, even though I feel so alone. So if there's someone out there that's like me mm-hmm. or that has had this experience like me, I want to be able to. Let them know that I get it. And you I know, understand. it's interesting because you bring such depth to your characters. And I wonder, obviously, you're you're trained, you're you're a trained professional, but definitely having this background, I think that's where that also comes from. <laughs> yeah. Like that is just layers and layers of depth. So when you moved to Los Angeles, did paranormal activity come first? That was your first gig. Actually, I mean, um, my first theatrical gig, like mm-hmm. official, like was Paranormal Activity, which was like, Whoa! how amazing. Yes. You know? Um, and I mean, you had already really paid your dues. You had worked so hard from a very young age, raising your daughter, working your ass off, you know, going to, to college, setting the example for your daughter, um, wanting to make something big of yourself, having your family, you know, back you because they had that confidence in you. Um, and yeah, man, you fucking deserved that. Normally I would say, God damn it. You shouldn't, you you shouldn't like get, you know, such a huge, you know, find such huge success rate away in your career. But with you, yeah, man, I'm so happy that that happened. Kudos. Thank you. Yeah. It was truly a blessing. And you were super young, man, right? Like that you had to be, I don't know, like that was like early because you're still really young. So you got that. Okay, I know. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, I I just, I admire. Yeah. So fresh out of college. Jeez. (laughs) But I admire that you knew what you wanted at such a young age. You went after it and you nailed it, you know, and you got it. So, I mean, this is a phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, situation you know, the journey and role was, I and mean, I did, I went through it, you know, growing up, I went, I went through it and mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, I felt because of the trials that I experienced in my life that nothing 
uh, is going to stop me. Mm-hmm. And I have something to say and I just feel like I, I, I need to say it. And I mean, it, 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 I mean, the courage, the levels of courage like had to build upon itself. I mean, I've fallen on my face so many times and felt desperate and alone and called on to God and been like, God, what is happening in my mm-hmm. life? Where am I supposed to be? Please show me. Please hold me through this time. And each time he's answered and been there and and showed me uh, through different experience, through different trials, through the affirmations of the work that I've received, like paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. And and I was going to say, the first job that I actually got out here was a music video. Oh, really? Yes, it was a music video. And, you know, like, it was from my commercial agent. Okay. And I was like looking at the breakdown and I was like, oh, Jada Pinkett Smith project, right? Oh. And I was like, and I was like, huh. uh, I was like, oh, it must be like skincare, like hair or something. She's like, you know, fabulous. It's it's that. I yeah. can do that. And um, <laughs> then I get there and I read the breakdown and it's this like intense description of this young girl who falls in love with this older man at a party. Ooh. And, you know, uh, he ends up manipulating her. Mm-hmm. She runs away with him and he sells her as a sex slave. Holy. This is and intense I was like, indeed. Whoa. And meaty and kind of every actor's dream. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, yes. Because like, it's just I'm like, oh. so hard to get something meaty like that and not just like run of the mill, pretty girl, you know, yeah, right. looking pretty, you know, you just know like yeah. Smile and laugh right. and tough Be- Exactly. Wow. Um, yeah. So I was like, I mean, I just... Um, you know, I was still in the beginnings of my passion. I didn't try to overanalyze it or whatever because I just got it right there. I read it and, you know, like I did it and I just connected with it because I think, you know, like, um, human trafficking is an issue that, you know, covers, uh, sexuality. And that was Mm -hmm. something that I had experienced at a young age, being a young mom and everything. And, you know, what sex can be like and how it can be confusing and falling in love and you know having your heart torn out and then you know in 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 that way like I wanted I wanted to do something that matters and that was something that I think is a huge issue and I was honored to uh, be a part of it so I can support the cause and raise awareness the and educational aspect of it yeah. and and um and <laughs> and I did it right you know I went through it with the casting director who's also from Chicago I was okay like, all right cool and he's like do you know who's directing this and I was like no who he's like Selma Hayek and I was like what, what? <laughs> yeah I was like what he's like yeah you just missed her I'm like oh thank god because I don't know oh <laughs> what a dream more. and this is if your I first gig it. you've yeah, got to be kidding. like I was like whoa it's amazing you know like I felt like you know I mean I thought I was gonna like you know have bank I didn't understand how no it whenever like, I thought we were gonna like you know gonna get the condo downtown mama <laughs> we got it my mom's uh, like can I get my Beyonce weave like you know like it was <laughs> it was it was you know, super exciting but I mean you know I mean uh outside of the money just having that experience and being able to uh, be a voice for that or a face for that was very important and I feel like an affirmation of why I'm here and the work that I want to do. And know? and again, just you really deserved this because I feel that, you know, through your spirituality most likely and just 
really kind of going through that hardship as a young girl and staying focused and staying the course and being disciplined um, with everything <laughs> and your spirituality. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. But, but I mean, this, yeah. this is just really phenomenal and it's inspiring because it's not like you just kind of, you know, flit in because you were a gorgeous girl and started landing these roles. You started landing these roles because of your life experience. And you're probably really uh, very cool um, in the eyes of the casting directors. I bet they you probably have the kind of personality because it's too coincidental that you're booking these characters with the background. Like the there's so much uh, um, similarities with your characters and and you and everything you've mm -hmm. gone through. So do they strike up a story with you or a conversation um, throughout the casting process? Sometimes, not not all the time. I actually, you know, like I actually was a little nervous to speak about being such a young mother because it just like is so odd to people um, because I do look young and they were like, when do you have her? When you were like nine? And you I'm do like, look younger than you are. You do. <laughs> and I mean, now she's like almost as tall as I am. So, you know, like it's, it's just, like it I just, would it just make me feel like <laughs> awkward. And then a lot of the characters that I was coming in as and, and my manager, she was like, She's like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 22. She's like, no, you are 21 forever. She's, <laughs> wait, that was like uh, French. She's she's Russian, but you you get it. You, you are 21 it. forever. You are 21 I don't know, that forever. That was my. She's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but she and and you know like I had heard from different people like come in as you know the the character maybe not like you know when you like shake their hand and it's like you're you're a criminal and you like do something weird but like when you when they ask you those questions that's where you're from because the suspension of belief within producers and sometimes isn't that far they want to book the person that is this role so so uh, they don't have to worry about if it's authentic or not. I mean, or my right. acting coach, Joe Police, says um, directors hire the actors who they have to direct the least. I believe that. So you come in there with your own. You gotta just be ready. Yeah, yeah. And you're you know, just, like if they want chin length, and if you're below chin length hair, <laughs> you're not gonna get the role. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then in the same aspect, I think the roles that I've gotten are because I just was like, you know, like forget it. I'm just gonna go in. I'm gonna have fun, and I yeah. have that adrenaline, those nerves pumping, mm -hmm. and you know. But I'm just like, all right, let go and be me and I think when you connect with who you are things come to you you're not in yeah. resistance of something because I would go in and um I'm like what do they want what do they want and yeah. then I started to get into like uh looking at okay what do I want what do I want to tell what uh, do I want to create and then if we meet great we're gonna end up working together if we don't end up meeting then you know then then there is a person that it wasn't meant that, that to be for. and you're for yeah. maybe something bigger and there's a reason why you didn't get this exactly and i always look at that like what is the the next opportunity yeah in every single area of your life and that there is a no that there is a struggle it is an opportunity to mm -hmm. learn and grow and get better and stronger in yourself would you mind sharing a little bit of your process of how you find the character and what you go through in an audition? Okay, yeah. Um, I think it, it ends up being different. I learned like mm -hmm. so many different things from college and then I 
I am I'm studying now with uh, Joe Police at the Actors Space. Oh, okay. And uh, he directed me in this play, Lobby Hero. Okay. Um, that was like awesome. I played Dawn, a cop from New York. Um, Fantastic. And, uh, and I think that you know, like just when I first get the sides, I I read it. Mm-hmm. And I I see it, I visualize it in my mind. It just mm-hmm. like comes up. I see the scene and how it is, and I look for what is this? What is this character? What is this scene about? Mm-hmm. You know, is this about um, their relationship? Is is that what they want to show within the story? How is this service? How am I servicing? Uh, this character now and this some story. I, I'm sorry to interject, but sometimes you receive the sides without the full script, right? Yeah, so yeah, sometimes yeah. you just kind of have to have try to, to surmise, like what makes yeah. what makes the most sense. And let me not, mm-hmm. you know, like my big struggle struggle has been not getting too uh, too much in my head and getting analytical and making it a little bit too complicated for myself, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> because I'm like, okay, well then there's this and there's that. And I want to add so much to it, but, yeah. but you know, because I had that luxury in college, creating a character, yes. having in, in theater, when you do plays, mm-hmm. you have rehearsals, you get to find the character a little a bit of more. Time. And these auditions is right. just like, all right, here you go. 24 hours go. If, if you know, you may get a little bit more time than that, but still, you know, it's like thinking on your feet. So you, yeah. so, I think one of the best uh, notes that I ever got, uh, ever received was um, bring yourself to the work. Always bring yourself to the work. Is a character, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and the character is you. So these characters have different aspects um, that you already have. Mm -hmm. So maybe those aspects you just, you know, you highlight a little bit more and you tune down some of the other aspects like... um, uh, Tanya, Tanya has a little yeah. sassiness about she it. She sure does. So, you know, like My some of the, like... My favorite character of yours. <laughs> yeah. Some of the, um... Tanya some... from Shameless. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So some of the, like, you know, um, sweetness that I can have with people or, you know, some of the submissiveness sometimes that I have to authority figures, that's not Tanya. So that's not what I'm bringing to Right, I'm you have bringing, to f- tap into yeah. a- another area. Bringing, yeah, you just yeah. tap into another area. And sort of, you know, like... When I when I read it, I feel like I hear that the the character's voice, and and then I I just rehearse and try and memorize the best that I can. Okay, and, so you do try and, to memorize, you know, figure out uh, just the different things that. See, my process, as you can tell, is a little scattered, but I find out the different meanings of. Uh, 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 the things that are important in the scene, like what the relationship is with the other character or characters in the scene that are she's either speaking with or are mentioned. Uh-huh. Um, um, and um, with with Joe, what we've been working on is just keeping it simple. And the simpler you make it, you know, the more you are able to just trust yourself with what you have. With what that you're enough that you're enough, yeah, and that you have already, you know, you already uh, are a living being. So these things and these impulses, if you're um, being truthful to the moment, if you understand the context of the script and what this scene is about, that you are going to respond authentically and you're going to do uh, a service to 
whatever piece you're working on. You know, um, trusting yourself, I think, is the most important thing. Uh, I think that's really brilliantly said. Thank you for sharing that. Everyone has a different process, and I'm always so curious. And I was like writing notes, and then I thought to myself, okay, it's not like I'm not going to listen to this interview. I mean, (laughs) I'm going to own the footage. (laughs) I don't have to write so, so like, furbish notes, but it's just so good to me. So thank you for sharing that. Um, So what would you say, so, uh, and from Paranormal Activity, and, well, you started with this this badass music video directed by Selma Hayek, and then Paranormal Activity, which ended up being a cult, uh, well, I wouldn't say a cult, I mean, it's just kind of mass mass following, not cult following. Tell us about Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries, oh, wow, like, I mean, that was another one where I was just like, all right, I'm just going to just not put too much pressure on myself, but just go in the room and, and just be and have fun. And those are always the ones when they, you don't care that yeah. end up clicking. And That's um, such a great note if actors are listening to, <laughs> uh, you know, to, to try to retain. And it's the, the most difficult advice because yeah, you want it so badly, but, but yeah, just, just you're enough, go. have fun, just be prepared and just let it fall where it may. Exactly. Preparation is the key. You yeah. Know? Like it's like if you prepare, then you can trust that your preparation was enough so you That's can right. let it go and just... Play and, and take some risk and see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shameless, which is my and I, I want to talk about East Los High, of course. Uh, but Shameless uh, was that meant because I just sort of feel that they are catering this role and writing, adding to this role revolving around you, you know, and um, just because you it, the role is the the character is really evolving per season. And it's really so much fun to watch. And now that I know your background with your daughter, the similarities between you and uh, and and the the youngest daughter. I'm sorry, what Little is her Debbie? Character? Debbie. I mean, how perfect that they ca- how brilliant of them to cast you in this role. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, I read it, and then I you know read the different characteristics of Tanya, and uh-huh. I just. I just thought that she was so fun and I loved, you know, her 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 story about having a, a father who was in prison, a mother who was an alcoholic, and it matched up with, you know, Debbie's story, the story of the Gallaghers having a father who's an alcoholic and a mother who mm-hmm. was bipolar. bipolar. They both, you yeah. know, like were not really in the picture. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she found a family through a relationship with Derek's brother and yes. having a child, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, you know, which ends up being the advice that totally backfires on uh, Debbie. I mean, she did, I, Tanya didn't know that, you know, she was giving her advice to like go and like catch him up and have a baby by him. But that's just what so happened to happen, you know, and um I just, you know, I went in there with my little like Starbucks cup and I was just like, you know, giving, you know, dishing the deets and everything and then just really connecting. I just went in there again and and had fun. And then, you know, like being on the set of Shameless was just really refreshing with how they approached the work. Like it didn't, I didn't feel like a sense of like uh, hierarchy and like egos and stuff like that. It sort of like brought me back to Chicago in a way with like the theater like roots and stuff um yeah it would have to absolutely that's yeah and and um I mean where they've taken Tanya has 
really been surprising. Uh, I mean, I love it. Um, I didn't know whether I was coming back or not. You yeah, know, I, I would just imagine. had the one scene and I'm doing nails and stuff. And I'm, you know, like, I didn't know. I'm like, I knew that she was going to try and get knocked up by Derek. Next thing I know, they're calling me back for the next season. And, you know, we're in the nail salon. I didn't get the the prior episode before where uh, Debbie had told Derek that she was pregnant and was making all these plans, and then he disappears, right? I just knew that he had left um, because I, I say, like, you were just talking about the baby. You were all concerned about the baby or whatever. You didn't even think to ask him about him, which is, you know, a little... Uh, like sisterly, in my yeah, and then, you know, and that's like the family <laughs> I'm like, sister, about the men, you know, like that. I mean, but, that is like a, a Latina yeah, thing. I remember it's a that scene. to the men, you know, yeah, and um, and you know, I didn't even know that the timeline between the, the her telling Derek and him leaving was like less than twenty four hours. So it just made it so funny when I saw it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I really was like, you know, like you should have taken care of your man, girl. Like what you doing? <laughs> um, and you know, like poor Debbie's just having to figure out life. By poor Debbie, own, you know, it's so brilliantly written, yeah. and the characters are so evolved and complex and funny. <laughs> and I mean, this really is um, such a classic example of dramedy, right? Now. Uh, Everyone wants to do dramedy because it's just, it's tragic, but they somehow find a way to make it funny without it being disrespectful, but it goes, it just goes in these really crazy, dark, uh, you know, pockets where you just can't help but to laugh, but it's not like a disrespectful, like the bipolar thing, for example, I think they do that really, really well. Mm. And, uh, they, um, they found it to a, a way of making it entertaining, but yet highlighting the symptoms of that disease. Right, yeah. And then the yeah. dynamics with, with your character and Debbie and teenage pregnancy. And I mean, they really touch upon very important Social life issues. issues. Yeah, yeah. I think and, they are brilliant with the way that they do that. And they I think, handle it with with care, with humor, and they, you know, get that information out there in mm-hmm. a way that, you know, makes it relatable, makes it, makes you you care and gives you a, a look in in a, a different way, you right? Know? And it makes you laugh at it too. Oh. You get to see the different stereotypes or the views of stereotypes within the show, you know, like people, the way that people uh, uh, view these people, you know, like Frank is always, you know, uh, He's having people, uh, you know, he tells Debbie his advice to her. Yeah, Yeah, I know. He's great. And he's His advice to her is to take, she's like, you're you're prime real estate, you know, get get a cardboard sign, stand out there and, you know, make that money. You're you're white, young, and you got a baby. Like, dad. You better go, uh, you know. Oh, it's brilliant. And yeah. you're brilliant. You're brilliant in this, my friend. And it was such a treat <laughs> oh, for me you. because I was just binging on it. And like everybody does. And I didn't know. I somehow lost track of you. You know, I'm on your social media, but I just missed this note. You must have had it on there. And I just somehow missed it. So it was like such a treat for me. I look up. I think first I heard your voice. I look up because your voice is very distinctive. Oh, you have that kind of, you know, a young like Kathleen Turner thing going on. Oh, and uh, and I look up and it's like, oh, my God, it's Gabrielle. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited and I'm I'm pretty convinced that uh that they're you know that the character evolved because of you. I think they wanted to bring you back. So so kudos oh, there. You. And then uh Islo's tie. How did that come about? Well, um I mean, I had uh 
Actually, Carla Hula is a casting director for East Los High. Okay. So she had brought me in for a paranormal activity, which I didn't think she was going to bring me in because I'm like, by now they found out that I am not a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I can but play it. you played it, it so well. Um, it didn't matter. Well, it was just like it was just like a character that I was like, wow, she is so badass. Mm-hmm. She's like woman power and power to the people mm-hmm. and rights on immigration. And, you know, she just had this like deep story about uh, being in the the foster system and having to deal with her parents being deported but she stood up and she had a voice and she actually inspired me to have more of a voice and to look more into what's going on now today because it's always something that you know like I was like this is a part of my path like as we've been talking about you know Mm -hmm, throughout mm -hmm. this you know doing things that have meaning standing for something Mm -hmm. and and there she was this political activist and you know like you get caught up so much sometimes with uh, what's going on in your own life that you don't see uh, sure, what's, what's going on with other people yeah, and the suffering you're locked that in. is happening and the actual uh, systems and things that are perpetuating your misery. Mm. You know, so, I mean, having Sophia come was a blessing because I was just like, I just, she made me feel so empowered. And I mean, I... I also had a friend who was working on the show that, I mean, I I uh, I had worked with before, and I was like, hey, you know, like I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be so working nice. with you. It made a joke about it, world. and then I got the call, and and then we ah, ended up working together. And you actually, put it in the universe, and there it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, you know, and you know, to just like, all right, well, if it's if it's gonna happen, I hope that it happens. But if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. And it just ended up being being right and you know sometimes you just you go and you do and and you don't even realize that other people see these things in Mm -hmm. in you and uh receiving that role really um awoken that in my my spirit again yeah so i was grateful to have it and i knew about islo's high since paranormal activity okay one of the characters jorge diaz he was we had went to the first screening of islo's high oh, wow during the the filming of paranormal activity okay, okay. and i had auditioned and, for it before and oh, i was that's like so i don't funny. know i'm like i'm not gonna be let into look the at, crew and then ended up, you know I really think there's something about like just throwing it out there in the universe and not obsessing and forgetting about it. And that's all part of the spirituality, not to get like this a spiritual episode. No, we can do that. I love that. But I really believe in that. And you know, and you kind of like, and you throw it away, you know, you put it out there, you throw it away, you do, you know, you do other things, you get busy and then it comes back, you know, and, and again, just so deserving. Um, Is there anything that you are, so these are happening simultaneously. You're you're currently on Shameless, and Eastlos High is also current. Is that that's also Eastlos High just finished? Okay. Um, they, I mean, they did outstanding on Hulu. They were a Hulu original series. Um, okay. They are Love having Hulu. a finale film. Um, mm-hmm. We filmed that already this year. Earlier this year, it's going to be in uh, the beginning of December. And um, that, so that's going to be like a movie. And I'm excited about that because some of the stuff that I was like, oh, my character needs to get to this. There are some questions that need to be answered. Good. I feel you like it, 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 it satisfies, you know, Excellent. so that Isla's high fans are going to be happy. Um, I also just uh, came out with an episode on uh, The Brave, the new NBC show. 
Oh, the as brave. Okay. Another Sophia. And well, so, so yeah. funny. <laughs> and Sophia's from from Mexico, actually. And fantastic. Uh, she's a mistress to a drug lord. And I love the accent. I love the dialect. It's, it's so right on. Yeah, I got to. I, I, got I believe you. it. You are so Sophia. Much fun. I can't it was wait. So much fun. Oh. She's glamorous. I play. I've played such oh, edgy fantastic. characters. Oh, really? You know, she's you to... super glamorous and just. Class. Oh, that's gonna I mean, be a blast. You know. That is gonna be a yeah. blast. You're just on fire. Yeah. If there's any advice you could give to actors that are just in the hustle right now and sending postcards to casting directors and going to workshops and studying and, you know, just really in the thick of like where they just, they barely see a light at the end of the tunnel, what would you say to them? I would say, keep going. Awesome. If this is something that you have a passion for, if this is something that you know and you feel inside you is for you, I mean, you had that feeling at some point, otherwise you wouldn't have uh, uh, been doing it because it's not an easy path. Just remember that and have faith that it's going to happen. Know and trust that there is a process and, and there are steps to this that are growing you and turning you into the person that you saw yourself as at the beginning of this journey. Mm-hmm. You are that person. Mm-hmm. Just trust that it's going to happen and don't give up. Keep pushing through. Okay, you're, I'll keep you're, going. You're in, <laughs> that question you're in was the for right me, place. everybody. That question was for me. No. <laughs> I had some no. dishes. I had some dishes. Here, I more no. wine. <laughs> no, but I, I, I don't want to take away. No, that question was for me, but it was also, you know, for a lot of people that I know in this town, and you are just yeah, such an inspiration. Such an inspiration. You're hardworking, and, um, and you're just damn good. You're just talented. And thank you so very much for stopping by. And where can our listeners, okay, so they, they're going to look out for you at, on NBC's The Brave. Um, Shameless, what's the, what network is Shameless, Shameless again? Showtime. Um, Showtime. We love Showtime. Showtime. And East Los High is also, Hulu. That, that's Hulu. And then you you can, uh, do you have a website? You're, uh, or they can just, it's IG. like Googler. I'm, I'm mostly on <laughs> IG. I, okay, IG, yeah. I, Gabrielle Walsh. Okay. I, two L's. One E at the end. Okay. Um, and um, oh, and I'm also doing a voiceover. Oh, I was gonna say, when are you gonna <laughs> tap in? Because your voice is so distinctive. Thank you. Yes, I love it. It's, I love it so much. I oh, love cartoons. I love and your voice. Oh, so and good. So you're doing animation then? Yes. Or, yes. Oh, fun. Yes. Oh. I I I can't really like say anything about it because they've been super secretive about okay, it. I don't even sure. know when it's coming out. But we've been like working it since the beginning of this of this year but it's going to be on TBS primetime yes so it's huge. Cartoon networks and another, TBS and I get to um, another huge project for Gabrielle Walsh and yeah. your daughter must be so proud and what an example you're giving your daughter and your parents must be so proud and okay. I'm proud to know you. They know the struggle. They know the struggle. So yeah, it's always but support yeah. is is definitely I w- I would imagine it's a necessity and it's very welcome because yeah, this is hard. Yeah. Like you said, it's uh, and even you know even when you're um, on this on a tra- trajectory of success, it's a different kind of set of challenges. I would imagine. Yeah, you know, you know so and- it never leaves. You always you gotta knowing work, that man. you know, like uh, support is. 
is important. I think that we, you know, as people should support each other, friends, you know, your friends are going through something, you should be supportive of them, mm-hmm. of your family and their mm-hmm. dreams. People are going after things that they love, that they feel like are are a part of, that their purpose to do in life. I think it's important to support them. And I also think that it's important to know that the path to success is something that you are going to have to walk through alone. Yeah. Yeah, no one can do that for you. I know, unfortunately. And it's it's you you and you and your maker. But trust that it's it's going to trust that it's going to happen. There's been, Mm -hmm. you know, the question that you ask is something that has been coming up a lot and even something that I have to remind myself as because I I I, I, I honor the, the blessings that I've received in, in my life through the different work that I've had, but it's still a fight, you know, like yeah. these, you know, it's, it's, it's the job is there and then the job goes, you're still, you know, yeah, hustling, you're, you're still figuring out, you thing. know, out yeah. of work. you're still, you know, going on auditions and, mm-hmm. you know, you still have to inspire that faith that there's different, you know, levels to, to this. There's still right. like, oh, maybe sometimes I may have to go in and, and work a bar job or something like that. It's not, you know, all it's this like sure glamorous thing. and this facade that right you know people people think that it is yeah um so it's just like that trusting is so that true, isn't yeah, it? yeah trusting that it's 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 going to happen and when it happens it's going to be the right time everything is perfect right now everything is perfect in the universe uh, yeah yeah and so don't fight against it right go after what you believe in what you love but don't fight against what's happening right now mm-hmm. it is meant for something yes and it's meant for your good everything is working for your good whether it feels like it or not believe me i've been through some really dark things in my life and i didn't understand it at the time but when i got through it the evidence of what that was for and the person that it made me I, I understand it now. I see why I went through that. I see the uh, choices that led me to that. And I learned from that experience and had the desire to learn and, and to grow and figure out what I want, what I need, what I value. And I wouldn't be in the place that I am now have I not mm-hmm. had those uh dark moments where I questioned yeah. myself, where I questioned my purpose, where I question my life, my existence, yeah. you know? So you, those are all things that are a necessary part of life, no matter what you do in life, mm-hmm. but they're for you, not against you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, words of wisdom from Gabrielle Walsh, very successful actor. Uh, You can find her on NBC's The Brave, uh, Hulu's East Los High, and uh, and Shameless, which I think everybody knows Shameless. I binged (laughs) on all episodes, and I'm like, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for what? What is the next season? What what season are they on now? Season Season, eight? Yeah. Eight, yeah. Yeah, And I've seen every single episode, sometimes twice. So congratulations on your success. Everybody follow Gabrielle Walsh on uh, Instagram, and uh, thank you so much for being here. And uh, and thank you, listeners, for uh, for tuning in to episode twelve. And we will talk to you next time. We're gonna finish <laughs> our wine. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for having. Me. 
Thanks for listening to this week's Drinking During Business Hours. I'm Sarah J. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Sarah J. Halstead. And if you liked this episode, please give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really liked it, make sure you tell a friend and every single family member. 